0: plus applies compassion and humor join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life listen laugh, and climax Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan to others he's simply known as Detroit's love guru (laughs) hey welcome everybody this is the art of relationships show excuse me still uh actually starting to feel a little bit better, a little more energy left back, so I appreciate all the well wishes I've been receiving. Um, going to talk about some issues, maybe your own personal issues that you might have that might be causing havoc or turmoil in your relationship, okay? And as always, please join in the chat below, people. <coughs> Excuse me. Join in the chat below. I'd love to hear your feedback your questions it doesn't even have to be about the topic of the day if you will just throw out your questions Greg I want you to answer what are your thoughts about this that whatever everything I can do to help you have the relationship you've always craved and also to help you maybe stay true to yourself and not sell yourself out in pursuing the love that you've always wanted, okay? So, anything join below, join the chat discussion below. And today talking about uh, old old school research about uh, from Katie and Gay Hendricks um, that surfaces about, you know, issues in relationship that people have, personality quirks if you will, personality traits that cause maybe turmoil turmoil or havoc in relationship now we all have problems okay we all have issues no one is perfect me moi is included in that aspect okay so I want to look at going into the element to what looks best or what you know what is best for you two that you can able to look at the elements and you know what is this partly me you know what or is it not and I'm not talking um, you know I'm talking more maybe on the extreme levels of this list and um, they could be issues that we were maybe raised with you know we didn't feel loved we we were abused we were um, neglected you know all those aspects that can come into play with us or they could be just maybe we were raised in a loving nurturing home And maybe we just have these personality quirks that come into play that wreak havoc in our current relationship. And this is where I want to come in to play and look at some help that you can come up with yourself as far as self-help and promoting, um, you know, better health and better emotional well-being for you and look at these aspects, okay, that... Katie and uh, Gay Hendricks came up with many, many years ago, and, you know, I look at these aspects and how do they uh, bring about challenges in relationships and what I can do to help self-soothe a client, per se, in a relationship and maybe make them feel more um, Have self-worth okay. They feel like they're you know have greater or healthier self-esteem aspects Instead of always, you know creating problems or issues in a relationship And one aspect is how many people feel unlovable okay, and the this is a number one thing that we get into now, how many people, they get in a situation where they feel unlovable, maybe because, you know, they don't like the way they look, they don't have enough money, Um, they were adopted, they were not, you know, loved, and they were neglected, abused by their caregivers, you know, be it a mom, a dad, whatever, I run into a bunch of situations over the years, and they just feel unlovable, that they're not worthy of love, okay? And what happens where a lot of people It wreaks havoc in a situation because since they don't feel they're deserving of love, they sell themselves out, or they create havoc in a relationship to where, you know what, they pick at fights, okay? They're walking around, and, you know, they have this, you know, gray or black cloud over them. And it causes, like, a depressed mood type aspect, okay? And they become self-destructive because, after all, I'm not worthy of love, so I'm always going to criticize myself. I'm always going to rip myself apart. I'm always going to say, you know, I'm not good enough, and I'm always trying to get you to validate how I feel. I'm always trying to get you to validate your love for me and always reassure me that I'm, um, you know, I'm um, loved. Since I don't love myself, <clears throat> you need to do all the work to validate my worth. And it takes a lot of work and it becomes very, very cumbersome, if you will, it becomes very annoying for the partner in these situations, okay? It becomes a lot of work. I tell people all the time I have on numerous shows that, you know, it's a lot of work to hold ourselves up and to be confident and have self-worth and value ourselves, let alone trying to pick up our partner all the time. So, when you go into a, a relationship or you're in a marriage or relationship where your partner feels unlovable, um it's a lot of work, okay? Um, to try to reassure them or what the other opposite that I see spectrum, I should say, or paradigm that I see with people that feel unlovable. Not only like I already mentioned about they rip themselves apart, they are constantly criticizing themselves. I'm no good at this. I'm no good at that. And we all know, right? Confidence is a turn on, right? For me, for a lot of people, confidence is Um, It's a huge turn on for both genders, okay? So when someone doesn't love themselves, we start losing respect for them. And once we lose respect for them because they don't love themselves or they think that they're unlovable, it's very, very difficult after trying to reassure them and constantly validate that they are lovable. It's a lot of work, and pretty soon we lose patience for it and it wreaks havoc in a relationship, okay? Because you, let's face it, you lose respect for them, they don't like themselves, so how am I supposed to like you or love you, right? Sounds sort of maybe simple, it's not that simple. The other spectrum or paradigm that I am talking about, about people that come across that don't love themselves, they become very destructive okay they will start picking fights with you they will start pushing you away when you try to get close to them okay some people that don't love themselves will try to push you away will cause you to be at arm's length all the time they will pick fights with you they will rip you apart right they will maybe criticize you on a regular basis because they don't love themselves So they don't want you to see the unlovable parts of them. So they're going to keep you at bay, be it usually with anger, okay? They're going to be very snide, very rude, very maybe destructive comments. And people that don't love themselves also might end up having substance issues, okay? They might drink too much. They might be abusing drugs, that type of aspect, okay? They might be living dangerously and you know always trying to search for something to find validation with them themselves so i see those two paradigms come in with people that they don't feel lovable okay and when you're living in a relationship or a marriage and you have somebody that doesn't like themselves man it's very very soon it's going to come out that it creates problems in a relationship and you're like I'm unhappy and oh my god I have to pick you up all the time too and it creates havoc in a relationship and it puts a lot of undue stress and oh my god so much pressure on the other person that they want to get away they want to book okay they want to get the hell out of that situation and you know what i can't do this anymore and it wreaks havoc on the situation okay so again like i said you can add your comments add your uh discussion pieces before maybe you are in a situation where you don't you know you don't feel lovable about yourself okay and these situations i want you to start looking at quickly to be able to look at what Things are good about you. Maybe you're a great worker. Maybe you're a great friend. You get me? Maybe you like the way you look. Look at every little thing that is good about you. You sit there and say you're not lovable, and these people are always self-critical, right? Oh, you look great today, but I could look better. There's always that undertone, that negativity, and it just, you know, erodes relationships and marriages, okay? They won't last, and it's a lot of work when you don't like yourself. So I want you to start, you know, quickly, write a list. It could be 30 seconds about stuff that is good about you. You don't think about it. You don't think about there's no buts, okay? However, none of that. Good things about you. I like my smile, I'm a kind person, I'm giving, I'm considerate, that type of thing, okay? That's what I want you to do. Another personality aspect, uh, if you want to say personality quirk or challenge that wreaks havoc in relationships and always tries to surface is about those situations, those people that are, how can I say it? They don't handle constructive criticism well, okay? These people might blow up. And are you one of these individuals that has a hard time accepting constructive criticism, either from others, primarily from your partner. You know what? I feel maybe disrespected when you do this. You know what, when you do this, this might bug me. And all of a sudden you blow a gasket. Oh my God, you do this, that you cannot accept constructive criticism. And we all know, right? There's two sides of this spectrum too, right? That those people that can't accept constructive criticism or they don't own what they do in a relationship okay they don't take blame for anything two spectrums that i come across okay and there's variations of both one is the narcissistic individuals that um they won't accept criticism because they don't do anything wrong they're arrogant narcissistic and if you don't know the true meaning of narcissism um look it up google it uh you know, Webster Dictionary, if they're still around, look it up, okay? Um, The other aspect that I see that can mirror narcissistic avenues or aspects are those people, again, that don't love themselves, that don't, um, you know what, their self-esteem is so low and unhealthy that they cannot accept another hit against them. It's like another nail in their coffin about them being worthy, about being lovable, that their self-esteem will not elect them except um, any constructive criticism about them. They don't like themselves enough, and it's just another added, um, if you want to say, an added piece that gives them proof that they're not lovable, that they're not good enough, okay? So these individuals with low self-esteem cannot Accept any more criticism because they're going to fall apart. Okay. So they won't, they'll yell and scream and bash. So, you know what? To be in a relationship, a healthy relationship or marriage, one needs to be able to accept constructive criticism. You know what, Greg? You do this and I feel, you know, disrespected. Oh my God, you do this, you do that. See what happens? You no, know, I want to work on this. My bad. I'm confident enough. You know what? I appreciate it. You know what? I get it. You know what? I need to work on that. And that's it. I'm confident enough to be able to look at my flaws and faults and whatever and try to be a better person. Those people that cannot accept constructive criticism, you know what? Or they're intolerant of criticism. Either their self-esteem is in the toilet, if you will. It's in the dirt. It's not at a healthy level. They can't take any more constructive criticism against them anymore, they'll, you know, just shatter. Or the other extreme is if they're narcissistic or arrogant, that they won't admit anything that they're wrong. And those people you want to stay away from in your life, plain and simple, okay? So when someone doesn't own what they do, um, I can tell you over the many years I've been, you know, working with couples that, you know, when one person does not accept the blame the fault, or own what they do to maybe affect their relationship or cause their partner to feel unloved or disrespected you know what that partner pretty soon it's only a matter of time and it could be six months a year ten years it's only a matter of time that their tolerance will end for you not accepting responsibility in your relationship okay so like I said these personality traits wreak havoc in a relationship you know you know that you are you know unlovable you feel unlovable and that you are intolerant or you cannot accept constructive criticism or you do not own what you do that causes problems in a relationship they will wreak havoc in your relationship and those are the things that I want you to be able to look at and work at and if you cannot accept constructive criticism you know what look at why Is it because you actually, maybe you are narcissistic and that you do everything perfect, right? No one is perfect. Um, The arrogant people and narcissistic people that think that, you know what, I'm never going to admit I'm wrong. It's like corporate America, right? They do something liable or they do something that's um, wrong or illegal and they don't take responsibility, right? It seems like it's, uh, you know, corporate America, one-on-one business tactics, but You know human relations don't work that way and if you're in a relationship where you don't own what you do in it pretty soon it's gonna end because that tells your partner you don't care how you affect them you don't care what you do that causes problems in a relationship and maybe ultimately you don't care about them your partner's gonna feel like this and your relationship is gonna end so work on that okay work on looking at first you know what is so hard for you to accept constructive criticism that you own your stuff, okay? Maybe you want to feel better about your stuff and better about yourself. Look down, look at all the things that you do that are good, that are, you know, good and healthy in your lifestyle and in your life. Are you a good person? Are you funny? Are you humorous? Do you like joking around? Write down stuff that is good about you, okay? Simple, easy task no big deal okay another aspect is that wreaks havoc in a relationship is when somebody is experiencing um, severe moodiness or depression and it's very very difficult and I know when somebody loses a loved one okay in a relationship and maybe you have moodiness or depression aspects before you got married before you were in a exclusive relationship and i get that i want you to be able to get help because it's a lot of it's a lot of work for your partner okay and being around someone that's depressed all the time it it's hard it's grueling it's emotionally um then your partner becomes depressed. So, I want you to do yourself a favor to feel better and look at what is going on. Is there medical issues? You know, thyroid can mix up a lot of issues, biochemistry aspects and medical aspects within the body can cause havoc in you. Um, estrogen levels, other hormone levels, diabetes, all these aspects. Can create havoc if it's you know maybe depression mood diet exercise all these aspects and how long what's been going on and I want you to get help because it's very difficult for someone to deal with somebody that might have fide you know bipolar disorder that's untreated that you know one minute they're up and bouncing off the walls the next minute you know they're so depressed and all this stuff and a person that might be more healthier has a very hard time trying to go back and forth it's like a yo-yo uh like a ping pong game going back and forth and flow and it's exhausting so that's where i want people to look at you know what am i moody all the time Uh, do i have depression what can i do to help myself to feel better and you know enjoy my life better okay do i need a certain you know Maybe natural supplement or a prescription, that type of thing, to help with that. And what is going on? Is it caused by maybe undue trauma in your life? Right? You were sexually abused, raped, physically abused. You know, growing up or in abusive relationship that has you know it's going to be depressing. That you you're out of it, but you're having a hard time breaking the depressed state of it or the mood. That goes along with it. It's almost like someone that heard the term "dry drunk," and I'm not being critical or anything. It's like someone that is now no longer drinking. They're sober, which is great, but they still act like they're drinking. You get me? So sometimes it's hard. We need that extra help, even though we're not in that horrific or trauma, traumatic, sorry, situation or relationship anymore. Sometimes. Our body, we're used to being a certain way. Our moods, depressed state. So that's where I want you to get help on and look at is that what's going on. Another aspect um, that I want to talk about that wreaks havoc in relationships or marriages is needing to be cared for, okay? Now, um, this needing to be cared for, we all want to be cared for. There's a difference, okay? When somebody is very, very needy, And does not allow their partner to have any autonomy okay that they're glued together they need to be glued to your hip they need to be you know what emotionally glued to you and reassured all the time about their being loved and all this aspect that their whole essence is derived on you proving your love for them again it's exhausting, and that person doesn't have any confidence, and then you lose respect for them, you lose attraction for them, and it gets very overwhelming again to try to always soothe that person that is overly needy. Yes, it's healthy to want to be cared for, to want to be loved, absolutely. But again, like I said at the beginning, I'm talking about extremes that someone wants to be up your booty all the time and does not allow you to have autonomy or any type of independence without them. That's not healthy. And having an independence and having um, your own autonomy, that's what brought you together. You're two individuals, right? Two different people that those differences you brought together, you gelled, you had chemistry, whatever. Maintain that. Nourage, nourish, nourish, <laughs> Nurture, sorry. Nurture and encourage each other's Growth and evolution and independence and autonomy and you balance it out yes we all know when there's too much independence and too much autonomy and you don't care about the relationship or marriage that's not good either but there's a balance okay so if you are you know insecure and you are so needy in a relationship that you can't tolerate your person having autonomy or having their own independence even a little bit you know what? I want you to be able to look, on, look at that and what is causing the insecurities within you and what is going on. You can love somebody, but also having autonomy and independence brings life. It breathes life and fire and oxygen into your relationship or marriage. It's healthy, okay? Again, you know what? A healthy balance. One last thing that I want to talk about. And it's very, very difficult. Now it creates a lot of havoc in relationships and personality traits is somebody that has explosive rage, explosive anger in a relationship. How many people have been in a relationship or a marriage or are in that situation now where your partner has been has a lot of rage and a lot of anger and they have a hard time controlling it? And this rage can be not only emotionally verbalizing and cutting and ripping you apart, but it also can be very physical. Okay. And this is a dangerous situation. It's not only men people. I want to repeat that. Okay. There's a lot of women out there that suffer and endure rage episodes that can be violent too. Stabbing, throwing stuff, cutting, pitching, biting. I could go over numerous stuff. You know hitting pushing this needs to stop and of course you know what what can be done to help with the rage aspect maybe there's a lot of resentment built up from your life previous before you were treated like crap you know what maybe you have you know a huge you know you have that block or brick on your shoulder type of thing right get some help to work on that if you you know you have this rage aspect most people know it okay and they might try to justify it or they ignore it oh it's not that bad or people with rage they will blame their partner you got me this way you you caused me to throw this knife at you you i'm being serious you caused me to hit you you caused me to call you names it's your fault they will blame these people even though instead of taking responsibility for the rage and the anger issues to be able to get help okay i don't have to tell you you know someone with rage it's not a healthy situation to be in it's emotionally grueling, it's physically taxing. You have a hard time sleeping at night, you're wondering when the next rage episode's going to come at. I don't have to tell you, and you can imagine what it would be like and This is where if you do have rage or anger, you know what. I get it. It's embarrassing. It's not easy, but that's where I want you to reach out and get help and look at where it's coming from. It could be from a job you hate. It could be, like I said, from past uh, abuse, getting cheated on, getting treated like crap your whole life. I get it, but looking at what's going on or also, you know, is it a hormonal aspect that's going on? Um, testosterone's out of whack. Estrogen's out of Whack. There's some other ass. I told you thyroid can create a lot of havoc. There could be some medical issues. So get it checked out because you know what you don't deserve to endure the rage within yourself all the time and no one that you live with or that you love endures that too, okay? And it comes to a point, you know what, why would you put your loved one through your rage if you really love them and all that stuff, okay? So get the help out there. Again, these are issues, personality traits that wreak havoc on relationships that I run into um, over the years. And I want you to be able to look at it. And I said there was a lot of research done. I wanna give them props, Gay and Katie Hendricks you know they've been around for a long time and talking about you know when you feel you know what that you're unlovable okay work on that get on that okay another aspect is that you cannot tolerate criticism or you don't own what you do wrong in the relationship you know what there's no remorse no guilt you constantly blame everybody else for the issues you cause in your relationship okay That needs to stop, it's gonna wreak havoc in a relationship. I just talked about, you know what, rage issues or severe anger issues in a relationship. Work on it, get help for that, okay? Other aspect is about the, you know, unexplained, the moodiness or depression, the mood swings that go back and forth, and what else? The need to be uh, cared for, okay? I'm talking overly neediness, okay? Work on that. Get some help reach out to professionals in your area okay to work on these aspects because you do deserve to be in a healthy happy relationship for a lifetime okay so go after these aspects it's not a blame or anything I want you to take responsibility and take hold of what you don't like about yourself and to work on it, and to go after it, and there's people willing to help you. Uh, You deserve that for yourself, okay? So remember, have peace and love for you and for yourself, and try to go after a happier life, okay? Peace and love, people. Please share my videos. Uh, Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, okay? Much love and peace to everybody out there. I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Take care. Bye.